So we got everything set up, poured the coffee, we're all good to go, and then we got sidetracked for two hours into H&M buying some clothes. I know. So, uh, hey, my coffee's cold, also tastes a little weird. Yeah, That's what happened? Pro- I don't know. Sometimes, like, I do nothing different. I do nothing different, and the coffee just comes out weird, and I can't explain it. It's okay, because we definitely had lattes, like, a couple hours ago. I honestly ago. don't need any more. I need water right now. It's more for the vibe, guys. It's more for the It's the show. vibe. I feel, honestly, like I'm betraying everybody if I don't have coffee. But, I know. And, like, I like the coffee, and I like the whole vibe. It is a vibe. I like it. Hey. It's Coffee with Rachel. I'm Chris. I'm Rachel. Hey. Hey. What's up? What's up? So, uh, <laughs> it's been a week. It's, it is. It's March, guys. It's March. Holy shit. We're here Happy in March. March. What the fuck? What's today? The 7th? Yeah, honestly, it's already flying by. It is. I've had a lot of shit going on at work, and then there's also just been a lot of shit that's been going on, like... In our lives. In our lives. Last He's week, been a busy little bee. So last week was a whirlwind of events. I know. Oh, my God. We had a lot going on last week, and this week has been us just, like... Okay, we haven't cleaned. <laughs> we haven't bought food. We've been getting so much takeout because we've had so many people visiting and being in town, and we've had no time to like do anything just to like chill. So like, and honestly, I'm just here to let myself like revel in this dirty, like terrible food habit moment until like we get to the weekend. I'm like, all right, let's get our shit together. Yeah. So like you Monday know? and Tuesday, we're like regrouping, guys. Like getting our shit together. And today is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, yes. We we needed an extra day to get our shit together for the show. I know. Thank you guys for being patient with us. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. You, this is where we normally go to a fact, but uh, instead of coffee or tea, I feel like the segment is just transitioning into... Whatever fact, fucking knowledge I have. <laughs> which, honestly, I don't think people would be upset by i like the idea of just having a random fact and since we've told you everything we can about coffee why not just have facts yo but actually we did just recently get some coffee in our p.o box and i don't know if you guys know this but you can send in a bag of coffee doesn't even have to be ground we have a grinder yeah and you can send it to our p.o box which is on our twitter which is coffee w Rachel. we just got some in there we're excited yes, we're, we're not drinking have, that right now we're gonna have that next week <laughs> yep but uh okay so today march 7th National Cereal Day. Really? I also saw it was National Dentist Day. No, that was yesterday, which is weird because you totally made a dentist appointment on National Dentist Day. I felt the calling. Do you think that they got more appointments? My my cavities that I know I definitely have were ringing and they were like, hey, it's our day. Make an appointment. I wonder if on some level, did you see like a Twitter moment and you were like, do the dentist send out a vibration that shakes your cavities? I am upset. (laughs) Also, Kim Kardashian can allegedly sniff out people that have cavities. Like she can smell it. Yeah, I remember that. So like, I don't know. Uh, I don't so want her anywhere near me for that reason alone. Okay. What's the cereal shit you got going on? So it's National Cereal Day. So I found a list of cereal facts. Plus, we've been talking a lot about cereal lately. I don't know why. The renaissance of realizing that a lot of cereals are gluten-free. The renaissance. We say renaissance for, like, everything. It's a revival within my life. Yeah. So here are some wild cereal facts this one actually please don't mess me up. up any cereals for me Is no it, they're not bad not well i don't know we'll see there okay. are seven thousand pounds of sugar in this <laughs> well duh you don't even need me just read the <laughs> fucking label um okay so thorough ravenscroft sick name the man who sang you're a mean one mr grinch in the dr seuss original the animated one he also voices tony the tiger 
They're great at giving me Mean a surprise one. right now. <laughs> yeah, that fucked me up. Um, I feel like a lot of voice actors do a lot of shit well, that, like, you know, you wouldn't realize is the same person. Now, we all know that Fruit Loops are all the same flavor, even though they're different colors. Have you known that? Same with Tricks. No. That still fucks me up, and I don't no. believe it entirely. Now, do you remember these Millennials? And they're Cheerios that are frosted, yeah. and they're just in the shape of like a regular Cheerio and the number two because they spell out like two thousand. Um, I want those back because <laughs> I feel like that's <laughs> are they the just like the frosted people. Cheerio? Probably the, it says that they're brown sugar sweetened cereal. So it's probably just nothing different than the frosted types. But now this one fucked me up. Corn flakes were originally created to reduce masturbation, and I don't think that worked for me. Like, uh, John Harvey Kellogg, so honestly, fuck him, believed a diet of certain foods, like his cornflakes, could curb one's sexual desires. That's how we get all of the greatest treasures the in our life is by medicine. Like, Coke was supposed to be medicine first, and then now cornflakes was medicine. <laughs> Cookie Crisp was originally manufactured by Purina. That got me somewhere. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Feed that to Lila. And the last one really took me for a, a loop here. There aren't any nuts in Honey Nut Cheerios. The natural almond flavor comes from crushed up peach pits. Isn't that stunning? That's so weird. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It just works. And I guess people probably have less allergies to peach pits. How do pits. we figure this shit out? I don't know who's... Fucking muddling some peach pits in a mortar and pestle and being like, ah, yes, put that on my cereal, bitch. Like, who figured out that, like, I forget, like, what flour Okay, well, product... who figured out how to milk a cow? That's I, my I, question. That's question number one, always. But, like, the, there's, like, <laughs> a, there's, like a plant or, like, a flour that we grind up that gives cheese its yellow color. Yeah. I forget what it's called. I should remember working at a cheese stand. Wow. But, uh, who decided yeah, who, though? Who, who figured that out? Like? Speaking of that though, like, you know, Carmine, you know how it's just muddled up beetle shells and that gives you red color and it's used in like food and in makeup and stuff. Yeah. I want to know how is it exactly cost effective to get beetles? There's the coffee maker. Hey. To get like wild beetles. I'm assuming that they like breed them in like a place and just take them that way yeah, i don't know absolutely. how is that easier or less expensive than just like using something synthetic to make red coloring i don't understand we have the technology we I could don't use know. it we could absolutely do if that if i can use a like little green packet of powder to color the milk green in my shrek limited edition cheerios <laughs> how can't we do this we definitely can Anyway, oh yeah, I guess that's a fact. If you didn't know what the red coloring was, Carmine, that's little beetles. So uh, let us know if you enjoy just a fact in just general. Let us know if you enjoy the random fact. Because I think that that would be a great place to evolve to. Because we have no these, more coffee uh, content. <laughs> let's be fucking honest. Like, how old is this podcast now? It'll be three this year in August. Yes. Yeah. It's like two and a half right now. Three years, I'm all washed up out of knowledge, guys. <laughs> Get me back to school. I'm not learning about coffee in school, actually. No, 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 no. Unless I'm going to school to be a bean. Oh, Ooh. what a great time. So I think we should start off with giving an update on a story, you know, breaking news, coming in hot. Uh, we have we... an update on a story from the last <laughs> episode. Episode. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, I believe, talked about the whole Snapchat 
fiasco that happened. Oh, with me. Our... Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a real story. No, yeah. Like, this is uh, a story from the show, yeah. which was Snapchat. To briefly summarize, I my old iPhone broke. When I got a new phone, it was logged out of Snapchat, which I have two-factor on, and I can't get back in, and they won't help me. And then we had to send in your old phone for repair, and they couldn't fix it, and they gave us a new one, so that ruins our chances of getting back into that phone to get the two-factor I am still locked out. They still won't help me. I am tweeting very rude shit. And sending emails. (laughs) They're not happy. Also, my followers are tweeting that rude shit. In my honor, which makes me feel happy. Um, so, let me tell you, Snapchat executives, if you're out there, why don't I tell they're you... Not, they're not out there. Why don't I tell you this little story to tell you how you could fucking fix this? Because I just received a payment from my dusty fucking Venmo account. Yeah, so I had my friend Rebecca over yesterday, and I bought her lunch, and she was going to like Venmo me, and she was like, what's your Venmo? And I'm like, I don't have one, but Chris does. I can just give you his. And he could not, for the life of him, figure out his login. And it's because it was linked to my old phone number and had two-factor on it, so I could not get the code to get into it, which is the same situation. And so Now, if you don't know what Venmo is, it's like a money transaction it's service. It's literally hooked up to my bank account. Snapchat like, literally means nothing to me and my livelihood. Like, this has <laughs> real fucking money in it. And... I was able to, and it even says in their support pages, you just email their support, they contact you, and they're just like, hey, confirm some information in the account, also send us a photo of your driver's license, and then we'll send you a code that you can use to get past that two-factor, and then you can change everything when you get in. And that's exactly what happened. And I just want to know how Venmo can do this, how literally every other fucking thing, app, company whatever the fuck can do this but not snapchat like what are they what are they doing i don't know but i'm locked out hashtag free rachel's snapchat Snapchat gate no no (laughs) no but i'm on instagram follow me rachel whitehurst simple clean and to the point it's the better app obviously and also on instagram i can have my full name and not rachel whitehurst which is awkward but you know what still love you twitter bitmojis are ugly yeah fuck you you. there's no bitmojis on instagram (laughs) we have cool blingy gifs that are bringing the early 2000s back (laughs) um actually instagram as a platform for their algorithm is actually fucking awful but their stories i still really fuck with them yeah so that's the update if you wanted to know i yeah will not be on snapchat for the foreseeable future um if they ever decide to help me i'll come back and the first thing i will do is rip them to shreds in my snap story uh, <laughs> like you know i will actually no the very first thing i'll do is back up literally everything that i'm losing aka thousands of photos and videos of the chunks and chris and my friends uh that's the part that hurts the most yeah also, wow. it, like, as much as I, like, drag it, like, it was an app that I looked forward to using every day. Like, yeah. was, I would say my top three most used apps, if we're not counting, like, email, are literally Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. That's it. I don't use any other apps. So. Maybe someday they will whatever. introduce the ability to contact support and get <laughs> through their two-factor. Nah. But they are also failing as a company. They're gonna to sooner do anything, like right? their whole so. account's gonna be dead, and I'm gonna lose everything. <laughs> it's gonna be like Vine, 
and you have to like go in and save all your shit, but I don't have access to go in and save all my shit. Yeah. yeah, I wish I could send them. I wish I could verbally verify it. Like the best part is like my Snapchat, Instagram, or what? <laughs> my Snap username is literally the same as my Twitter, which is verified. And I get that like that doesn't mean anything to them. But like but you could there's just send ways them a that I can verify your, fucking, yeah. your ID and then there you go. You're done. Yeah. Like, I can answer if a bunch it works of questions. for Venmo, we could work for fucking Snapchat. Yeah. Like, but that's the well, way the cookie crumbled, bitch. Let's move on to something that is. More you know, uplifting, please. More uplifting? Uh, Question So, your eyes are dying. That's more uplifting. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. So, uh, the thing they don't tell you about your mid to late 20s is uh, everything starts to crumble. That's, um, I guess, when your bodies stop, like, growing from, like, being a baby. So, like, then it's like you hit that point and then it's like, hey, here you go. <sighs> I gotta say, <laughs> I'm over it. Now, we don't know how long my eyes have been like this, so let's just rewind. So when I was a kid, both of my parents had glasses, and as far as I can tell, my mom's eyes aren't, like, terrible, my dad's are fucking awful. And me and my sister used to, like, literally brag about the fact that we would have 20-20 vision, and we, like, that would be our fact that we would tell other people. Yeah. Like, we're like, we have 20-20 vision. Like, we thought we were cool as fuck. And, uh, I've been blind since the fifth grade, guys, so... Yeah, like, it's fine. Um, so anyway, I used to, like, be really into that, and I genuinely cannot remember the last time I had an eye exam. I want to say, if not, like, early, early high school, like, late middle school. Like, so I'm, that's what I'm saying is I I know think... you're supposed to go, like, every two years. She's definitely not going every two years. It like, used to be all. your prescription only lasted a year. But now they've recently changed. Well, what happens it when you don't have a prescript? You know, you're not like you invested. have to. You have to go get it every. Like I used to have to go every year to get it because otherwise I couldn't do anything with my outdated prescription. That's too much. Yes. For me. Now they changed it to two years, but yeah. it's nice. But uh, yeah, I think your eyesight is, was probably slowly degrading over like many years, and it's just like my conspiracy theory is that YouTube stole my vision. Oh, creatively. Well, okay, we're going this way. And physically. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely creatively, Ooh. but like looking in those lights, and by the end, four lights. That's what I'm think. I'm thinking, and then all that editing, staring at a computer screen. I don't know. That's got to do something. Trying to place that little cursor dude like in between two oh frames. Oh my god! You know? Just using iMovie, honestly, that'll do anything. Bad. That'll just take that your just eyesight away. My, I think yeah. my skin was worse when I was using iMovie. Don't you think? Oh god. <laughs> anyway, so I've started to notice that I am extremely nearsighted, like to the point a few feet in front of me starting to get like out of focus. Not like blurry where I literally can't see anything, but I'm talking like. The like, annoying out of focus that makes you squint, makes you work a little bit harder, and it's annoying. Like we got and I'm a, not used to we it. We got a Steam link so we can play Nancy Drew games on the TV, and like you were having trouble. How far trouble. away would you say this TV is from where I'm sitting right now? Because this is where I would sit. Like six to ten feet away. Like, I would say like six feet. Yeah, and so you were having trouble reading the text on the TV. Now, granted, it's not like closed captioning type text. Where but it's, I it's can like read it perfectly writing, fine with my glasses on. You know, on a letter. Yeah, I'm, like, having a lot of trouble with that and, like, playing GTA and reading, like, the little tiny names that pop up and, like, 
I just noticed, like, I can't read signs. <laughs> yeah. I can't do anything. So I've been talking about this for months. Like, I need to get my eyes checked. I need to get my eyes checked. So finally, I figured out my health. Because I didn't even know if I was covered for vision because I just have, like, the basic health care yeah. um, in Washington. So I called, and it was, like, a whole thing. And you guys know I hate calling, like, for anything um, and I also hate like setting up. I have a big phobia of doctors. This is doctors. a big anxiety thing that you. Me have. and my therapist are still trying to figure out what the fuck this comes from. Cause like I'm like, do I have a repressed memory that I haven't remembered yet of like something going wrong at a doctor's office? Because I'm telling you, my fear of doing anything health wise is a lot. And this I this and the ocean, two things I want unlocked. Yeah, I need to know where my like big water thing comes from. I don't know. But anyway, so I was very proud of myself. Big self care moment was calling all of my fucking healthcare bitches and getting that all figured out. Finding out that I was covered for vision. And then finding an eye doctor near my apartment and going to it. And so I call and they're like, yeah, so we have an appointment that's like, we have a cancellation for Tuesday. I'm calling on Monday. They're like, we have a cancellation for tomorrow at nine. And I did have plans with like a friend on Tuesday. And I don't know if you guys know this about me, but like, I don't do spontaneous shit. I mean, you should know that by now. I don't do stuff that's like, I usually need like full 24 hours to like adapt to something i've really gotten no i wouldn't say i've gotten past it but i definitely like don't let that hold me back the window has reduced to maybe 12 hours now yeah no like less i i'm getting a lot better man like i did a lot like last week especially like i didn't know when people were coming over and then they ended up being here like every day and i was like fine i'm tired now but like it's fine i did it i didn't cancel on anyone but um yeah two years ago i would have canceled um anyway so they were like yeah we have an appointment for like tuesday at nine or april 18th (laughs) and i was like uh i'm gonna say tomorrow so i go in and god bless the most wonderful doctor I've ever had. She was so nice and made me feel so at ease. Cause also I've never had my eyes dilated. And I know that's like a normal thing to get done, but I've just never had it happen. So I like didn't know what to expect. And like, I don't know. Also, I don't know how you feel about getting your eyes examined, but like there's a lot of inherent pressure on you to like get the questions right. Of and course, to look yeah, to the absolutely. right way. And I don't want to like say like I've done it so many times now that i have moved past that but i was very much like when you get down to it and like they're like flipping in between two things and i'm like i have no idea which one's fucking right i'm gonna get this wrong like i like i'm gonna get the wrong prescription i have a feeling that like they kind of know where they're going and so while they take what you're saying as general guidelines they probably have an idea of where they need to go and like you know? i also get embarrassed when i when it is too blurry and I can't read it and I'm getting stuff wrong, like, I'm like, they're looking at this being like, ha she said G and it's totally F. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, I feel so embarrassed, but it's fine. But she was so nice. Um, and it went great. And we found out that I'm extremely nearsighted. <laughs> she was like, you should not be driving. Yeah. It's a good thing bisexuals don't drive because she literally was like, um, so you haven't, you you should not be on the roads. <laughs> I was like, I don't drive. And she was like, how do you watch movies? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, what am I doing? 
Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, we also found out my left eye. I'm like, first of all, my left eye fucking sucks. She covered up my right eye, and I was like, I can't see anything. Like, what? <laughs> which makes so much sense because a lot of my headaches are on the right side of my face, which means my right eye has been, like, doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah, yeah. And, like, wow, I have astigmatism in my left eye. And, uh, yeah, so we got my prescription. I head right over to Warby Parker and pick out a pair of frames that'll look good on me every day and ordered them. I'm praying. They said that they weren't going to be here until, like, March 20th, but that was, like, an estimation. I'm hoping that, like, everyone else was like, it takes, like, five to seven days. I'm like, okay. I'm betting Friday of next week. Okay. That's my guess. Whatever. I don't have a guess. I'm just like, I can't wait to see. When the wind blows, they'll be here. I also, like, should not be wearing any of my glasses that I already have. Because I have readers, which I should never have been wearing because I'm nearsighted. What the fuck? I was yeah, like, that'll yeah. help. It didn't help. Um, so, yeah. You're getting glasses. You're going to be a glasses bench now. Every day. Welcome. I'm going to have them. We're here. I'm so happy. Because then, okay, so then Rebecca was over and she has a very similar prescription to me. So, she was like, try on my glasses. And I was standing like maybe six feet away from like this poof over here we have like a knitted poof that you can sit on and i'm like it looks fine i put on the glasses i can see every individual fiber i felt like bella waking up when she turns into a vampire breaking dawn did you see individual dust mites moats yeah and then actually i heard traffic 18 years away like it was crazy (laughs) um so i'm fucking pumped and my glasses are really cute yeah i'm excited for you to join us I'm just gonna... I love glasses. I think everybody should wear glasses. They're great. I know. Well, like... Okay, so the other fucked up thing is, like, when I was little, I wanted my eyes to be fucky so that I could wear glasses. Yeah. And I was that bitch that would, like, wear fake glasses, and I would, like, steal my mom's glasses, and I would, like, purposely do things to make my eyesight shitty. Now, as an adult... Ooh. <laughs> Bad idea, girl. <laughs> but I'm also like, I'm not that upset that I'm going to have to do this. I'm just kind of like, whoa, I hit 25 and everything failed. <laughs> I have food sensitivities. My eyes are shit. What's next? I can't wait to find out. <laughs> but yeah, that's my update. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> that's fucking great. I'm going to the dentist next week, guys, as we said We're earlier. We're such and, exciting people. And I... I am ready for him to be really mad at me. Uh, see, that's the one where I I don't go. I just I know I have to because these boys are fucking terrible. Honey, I'm not saying I don't think I have to. I certainly do. I uh I just know like out of my well, uh, fucking everything. I know that my teeth are like the worst <sighs> besides my eyesight. Yeah, my prescription's not as bad as his. But he has yeah. to have like the special lenses. So his his Warby's, uh, they were more expensive because they had to get the lens like the pro- I don't know, they're not progressive I forget what they're called but like special plastic that they use or glass because it's like if they're not the special ones they're like so thick yeah so he had to get them so that they're like still like normal thickness thickness yeah yeah. Yeah, and like it's fucked up because I was like every single time I was trying on glasses, like I kept picking up Chris's pair and putting them on. I'm like, these are cute, and then I'm like, oh my god, these are yours. Which Tess also has too, so I'm like, I can't. I just got a denim jacket today. You could not have the same glasses as me, otherwise we we'd be the same fucking person. I hate us. Well, I am chopping my hair off too, which is not gonna be close to your hair, but like, but I also I'm, I'm thinking about chopping my hair off as well. Not like off off but like getting it a decent amount shorter than yeah what it he's is, going so. real short i'm going like my regular bisexual bob 
We're ready for spring, my, guys. We're here. Also We're got ready. my bags cut today, and boy, I can see. I it was like three weeks overdue. See, no, that was just it. It wasn't your eyes. It's just the bangs were in the way. Well, like honestly, I can't wait to have like the bangs out of my face plus glasses. I'm gonna be like. You'll never have to wear makeup ever again. I literally won't. <laughs> I won't. And I already go out of the house without makeup like every day now. But with the glasses, it's like a little bit more like unnoticeable i think 2011 you is like really shook right 20, now 20 like okay no 2010 me waking up for high school at like 4 30 in the morning so that i could shower blow dry curl my hair and put on a full face of makeup and a skirt with tights is quaking yeah like that bitch is like who the fuck are you you literally go out in like a fucking sweatshirt and no makeup and your hair up like i used to make fun of that remember i used to think i was like cool and i was like oh my god you wear sweatpants to college yes bitch i'm in a three-hour lecture i wish i had thought to be that comfortable what was i doing doing in college i know i don't know what i was doing you were you missed out the same bitch who styled rain boots like who the fuck was i I don't understand. So uh, let's move on to our favorite game, Life is Strange. (laughs) I say favorite, but... Well, you (laughs) know, I'd have to say that, like, overall, definitely one of my favorites for the adventure it's given me. Chloe Price is one of my favorite characters in a video game. Most of all characters, definitely a tragic character, like... Never a slice of happiness in that bitch's life, you know? I just want to be the happiness. I want to be her Rachel Amber. Yeah, But I don't want to, like, you know. So, uh, if you don't know, Before the Storm, that was the prequel to Life is Strange that came out. And we've talked about this many times before. We love this game so fucking much. And if you got, like, the deluxe edition, there was a bonus episode that was coming out, that came out on Tuesday. And... All we knew was that it was going to be, Max was going to be in it again. It was going to be Max and Chloe. And I, for the longest time, I swear to God, they said this when they first launched it, that it was going to be a bridge between between, the two games. So I thought this is like Max is fresh back from fucking Seattle or something like that. No, because that's what Life is Strange is. I thought it was going to be Max in Seattle. And her, what is like, she up to? Maybe like her reading Chloe's fucking text messages and deciding to be like, I'm going to be a fucking piece of shit and ignore all these. Yeah. Like, I, I want to know. <laughs> Before the, the storm f- makes me hate Max. And this episode that we just got makes me hate Max even more. Even more. more. So spoilers. more, but it Spoilers is. are happening right now. We will put in timestamps if you have not played this or the game in general. Don't and listen And just don't want to know. Yeah. Um, so the episode took place actually in the timeline right before Chloe's dad dies. And so you're playing as Max as children. Like, you know, in the first game when she hops through the photo. Yeah, this is a place where we visited before because we hopped here. And it, it was honestly, I get what they were trying to do with it. It connected a lot of the first game to the second game. And so that's what I think they meant and, by bridge. And it's called Farewell. And this was definitely, they're doing more Life as Strangers in season two. But, but it's, it's not the same it's people. It's nothing from the old game. So this was literally just a goodbye to these characters. Like, and their friendship or there was more not, than friendship. There was not much decision making to be had. There was like one big decision that you had to do. But otherwise, there was no real decisions and that impacted everything. And they didn't even keep everything. track of your decisions. Like there was no uh, tally at the end, which I was It was literally about. just a farewell to like... Chloe's house. Her house. And Chloe and to Max. And it was, wow, 
I thought it was really good. And my complaints are that, like, one, I like when you see how everyone that played the game, I like to see their choices and how they stand up next to mine. And I don't know why they didn't keep track of that. I look forward to that. There was only one choice, so it really would have been that fucking hard. No, there's all those, like, little choices. They always do those. Well, at least, like, the big choice. Yeah. you know? I get it. But, like, also because it's in the timeline where they're, like, fo- both really young, they're both, like, deep in the closet in this phase, so it wasn't as gay as I wanted it to be. Yeah. But, you know, that's also, life is strange. Max's voice actor really just did not know how to do a dream or, like, a young Max because it just sounded like half hey, the time. Chloe. <laughs> I don't know how to Half do it. the time I thought that Max was talking in her head, but then it was actually something she And then Chloe would respond. Out. I was like, what? Wait, what? Like, Also, having Chloe's vo- uh, voice actress return was like really nice. Yeah. I appreciated that. The music was great. Uh, the actual plot of the episode, I'm not going to give away too much, but it was really good. Um, I liked what we chose. Which I would say that we chose to tell her the second time it was prompted. But I heard that if you didn't tell her at that point, the last scene where a tape recorder is happening is really fucked up. Yeah, we went on YouTube and we like, and we watched it. We do this every time. And there's a lot of Easter eggs from like the first game and the second game that are in it. And I appreciated it. Um, I wish it was longer. Yeah. With all of these story games, like... I'm guess we're definitely getting the last season of The Walking Dead this year. I'm ready to see what happens to my girl Clem. I've raised that girl. I know I've raised that bitch. <laughs> She's my I, child now. And we get to play her again, and I am fucking ready. And then we're gonna immediately. I'll play, go through all of we're it. We're gonna play through the whole game again, but we're getting that, and we're getting maybe the season two of Life Strange. I'm hoping we get it at the end of this year. Well, they the said episode. details are gonna be soon. And That's I, why I'm thinking that it will, at least the first episode will premiere like this holiday season. Here's my prediction. They're gonna tease us with like a very short clip or like literally just a promotional photo that's like showing you the title of the game. And then at E3, we'll get a full trailer. Absolutely. So that's what I think. But like with all these things, I always wish they were longer. I always want more. I wished Firewatch was older. Well, older. L- longer. <laughs> longer. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think. And I'm excited their, for their game. That was their first game, and it was beautiful, and they kind of just wanted to like test everything out and went over so it was well. So their, their second game, I feel as though, is going to be a lot longer. And honestly, we're deep in the Nancy Drew. I guess we're done talking Life is Strange right now. Yeah, we're done talking Life is Strange. It I'm was deep very good. into Nancy Drew. <laughs> It's uh, it's good. Yeah. I'm very excited about I it. I can't wait to play it. Honestly, having a Steam, Steam link is really nice. Yeah. So give us your recommendations for Steam games. They can be P- PC. <laughs> PAC. Yeah, but right now, as far as consoles go, like we still have our Wii U, which like we have not dusted off in a while. We have our PS4 and our Xbox One, and then we can play PC or Mac games. But I will not be getting a Switch because we just don't have the fucking money right now. We're, it's spring and summer. We're yeah. going to be doing a lot outside. So I will get a Switch when they finally make an Animal Crossing game for it. Yeah. And then I'll get all the other games that I want. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, I'm not prioritizing it until they make an Animal Literally, Crossing I'm game. Literally, I'm trash, and I've just been playing PUBG, so... I've been playing a lot of GTA with my friends. Because, like, there's other games that I want, but I can't, you know... I don't want to buy them, and, like, I just also... The, and now that we have so many things that we can play that are really cheap... Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to be playing all these Nancy Drews, which are all, like, fucking seven bucks a piece. They so take like, a hey, long time. Like, yeah. 
If you and play them without ones? a walkthrough. Those old ones? They're fucking hard, and they're you don't hard. have a fucking journal with you the entire time. You don't like, have your task list, even if you're on junior, and... When you die, you die, or you get off the case. Like, we've been electrocuted in the haunted carousel, like, four times. And each and, like, time we're fucking kicked off the case, I'm like, wow, okay. And, like, the one time that we realized it, like, we had to go back because we hadn't saved in a while. So now we have to, like, actually save. <laughs> it's, wow, it's wild. crazy. In the newer ones, they're just like, try again. And they put you in the same spot that you were just in right before, you, like, a rock fell on your head and stuff. Honestly, Nancy Drew games are spooky. Yeah, You absolutely. should play them, guys. They're all fucking scary. They're my fucking favorites. Yeah. So I guess while we're we're not on the topic anymore, but we were talking about it, Squeezy just sneezed in the bedroom. And it took him for it, a loop. It just took me. But <laughs> we were talking about you know getting older and things developing, your your allergies, your eyesight degrading, things like that. And you know I'm having a personal journey of my own, and I feel as though we could explore this. <laughs> on the show it's a weird thing for me to talk okay, about okay can we tell how uncomfortable chris is talking about his inner demons yes i do feel weird about it because i know i have been learning a lot about myself you know this past like few months i'd say yeah, i'd say like a year yeah and so <laughs> a few months exploring the things of my past and my anxieties and i feel as though like Overall, I feel as though I've reached a point where I'm looking to see where I can see a therapist for my things that I'm thinking about, like insurance. I finally have talked so highly of it. (laughs) Rachel has said all the time that, you know, you think everybody could stand to just talk to a therapist. And, you know, I feel as though I've discovered a lot about myself and I've hit that point where it's like, okay, I think I need the expert opinion on this shit. Yeah. And so... One thing that in particular that really, really, really stands out in my life as probably like the number one anxiety thing and I just experienced as we were buying H&M things is spending money. Yeah. It's a huge anxiety of mine and I know exactly where it comes from, but... It goes... It goes beyond just like the rational like we're not talking about like oh like we don't have a lot of money right now like we you need to be more cautious or whatever like the rational things that we're all we're all fucked financially like we all get that like i I say to myself that like when we're in a better financial spot in the future when i don't have student loans and all this stuff i tell myself all the time like oh it'll be fine you know that by that point you know i'll feel great but i no i guarantee you that i will still be this fucking weird about spending money whenever i got to that point too because i just have another reason in my head to like not spend money well okay so for example chris's birthday is coming up and so part of the stuff that we were ordering today was because there's some things that he's said that he needs for his birthday like i like to get him like something like that i think he'll really like and then something like practical that he'll need and like right now he's got two pairs of shoes that are ripped to shreds both of them have like so many holes in the bottom of them and it fucking rains here okay like it's not birthdays and the holiday times are a time where I He's re- stressed. <laughs> I stress because I don't want to I don't feel like I want anybody to buy anything for me. I don't want anything from anybody. I feel guilty getting things. I You've told me that you literally don't feel like you deserve anything. Yes. And it comes from a place of, you know, 
never seeing anybody in my family ever like want anything for their birthdays or holidays or anything for feeling very restricted on what I could buy for like, you know, clothes shopping and everything or for the holidays and stuff. Okay, be be fucking spill the tea, honestly. The way that your life was set up and the way that you're raised is that you don't prioritize hobbies, passions, or fun. You only prioritize doing well in school so that you can do well at work so that you can do all that which yeah. like is obviously important like this is, this is a lot to get into yes I know. but like of my course, like, my <laughs> prioritizations from my family honestly was never never ever ever i can't think of a time in my life where it was placed on like Your relationships whether that's friendships or romantic or passions which is like hobbies and stuff harry potter and fucking video games and stuff like that and like video games is one thing that i ended up going into and honestly i think sometimes it was i played video games so fucking much that i like kind of escaped into them for a little bit and also like like you've another reason why we don't twitch which we haven't talked about is because like i'm trying to give chris an outlet where it's not fucking for him to monetize like every time we play video games and he gets on this thought train of like oh we could do twitch and then we become twitch partner and then we could work while playing video games it's like honey not everything that you do has to be monetized and that is so difficult and for me like i love doing art and yes that is something that like i have monetized but i i don't work at fucking amazon i don't work in an office that is my job and i love it however music has always been something that i've never monetized and i don't think you guys youtube wouldn't let you (laughs) 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 but like i don't think i express how often i like end up doing stuff with music like on my own it's literally something that i do to unwind that has nothing to do with work and he has literally nothing that he does that's not related to work in, in some way. Yeah. And that's I was what always video games is. Pushed to, you know, everything to Can anyone ad- else relate? Advance first of all? myself career wise, advance myself financially wise so I could pay off my student debt as fast as possible. Okay, let's get and down so, to it. Like your happiness was literally just never even like a priority or whatever. Like it just not I equate my happiness to my bank account and where my job success is. in your career yeah which, which is like, why when i lost my job at microsoft that took that was like it took such more of a hit on me than i care to admit because obviously it's a fucking horrible position situation yeah Absolutely. like it was a financial but strain like, but at the end of the day it ended up lasting three months and i got a better job out of it than what i had before but like, and it I, didn't. It's it shouldn't hurt your character because it like honestly, it wasn't your decision. It, it wasn't fucking did. That like did. I still feel like the the rug's gonna be pulled out from underneath me. Like I still have the effects of that event. Like, I just remember me. how ashamed you were of it when like it wasn't even your fault. Like they just were. They were just you know minimizing their team. And it, it wasn't like you did that poorly at work or whatever. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. obviously, like, he's that bitch that goes, like, above and beyond at work. Like, I don't think that goes without saying, like, he's that employee. You know what I mean? So, like, 
I like I just remember you feeling like so ashamed and embarrassed of it and like even when we first moved here and you didn't you had like your um weather job that you had for like two weeks or whatever moving out here I honestly felt like so terrible about my decision to move to Seattle because I was moving out here with a job lockdown that was gonna last me two it was like a temp weeks. job and so I felt fucking horrible about that. I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. I should just be staying on the East Coast where I could probably get a job within the field, blah, blah, blah. Like, it was- And then you were doing retail, and I remember you were, like, so ashamed of it. And I'm like, well, that's a lot of young people. Like, he'll compare himself to people that, like, don't even have remotely the same, like, advances or history or background or whatever like he's talking about people that he knows that paid off their student loans already because their situations are so different from his like there's like this huge pressure on you to like already be somewhere that like you're like i have to i have to remind him all the time like what he's doing already is so far beyond what i ever expected our life to be at fucking 26 like are you kidding me like I know that there are people that look to us and think like, wow, they're fucking killing it. And like, yeah, like it might not seem like that when you're in your own head, but like we are killing it. I mean, look, like we are. And like, I don't know. I, I just, I want you to feel like you deserve things like that, it, it boils not down even like just materialistic, but like literally time. Like I want you to feel like sometimes he'll come home from work and like, I have to literally tell him you should play this game. I ha- okay. First of all, I had to bully him into buying PUBG, which he has not put down since he got it, and it was like a huge thing. And he was like, "No, like Cuphead I shouldn't do it." And Cuphead, and you were you were waiting for Cuphead for like three years. You were talking about nothing but that game, and it came out, and you were like, "I'm not gonna buy it." I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Like you have to buy it." And it's like not that we didn't have enough money. It was literally like, "Oh, but we could do." This. In my mind, I didn't have enough money. Yeah, well, that's your thing. Like, and it's I'm not I'm not telling him to like spend recklessly. Like, I'm not like yeah. I'm fucking, you know. I know what we are also capable of, but like, it's literally just like getting past that like barrier that he has. Like, I have to tell him to play video games instead of like he'll start doing stuff for my store. Like, he'll start working on other stuff that doesn't need to be done in that moment after he just worked, like, a fucking normal work day and you had, like, 8,000 meetings and all this other bullshit. And then you'll come home and start doing stuff for my Etsy store because, like, sometimes he'll help me on more things, like, if I'm, like, backed up, but I might not even be backed up. And, like, he'll just start doing stuff and I'm like, you need to calm down, play some fucking video games or, like, assert yourself in any other. Like, that's another thing, too, like... I know that you have trouble also like branching out into other passions and interests because a lot of hobbies require a little bit of money to get started. Not everything. Okay. Uh, But like for me with art. Money is the one hobby that like I already am like financially into. Like I've got everything already. So like it's like. You just said money is the one hobby. I have everything already. Did I really say that? Wow. (laughs) Like I would. Video gaming is the one. My mind is in a place now, guys. Yeah. Welcome to Exposures. I know. But like for me with art, it was like there were certain things like tools that I needed, obviously. Um, for one thing, Chris really wants to get into music. And so the instrument that he wants to play is piano. And I already have it picked out. And I think it's going to be my Christmas gift. And like, we've already discussed this. And I am going to either, like, I want you to use my Skillshare account, first of all, that I'm paying for to learn 
on there because I know that they'll have a lot of stuff. But I also do want to get you like formal lessons in person because I know that that will help. And I would love you to have another outlet that has literally nothing to do with anything. Like, what's yeah. that going to be for? It's literally just for you. It's a skill that you've always wanted to have that you just never did. Because why? No one ever, like, I don't know, gave you encouragement in that field. Me getting ever. a tattoo, I'm putting it off, not because I don't have ideas, like, He's subconsciously. Got ideas. It's because I, it's something that I don't need. You know it's what I mean? It's not practical. It's I not practical. Clothes. I don't need it. Blah, blah, blah. But like it's like that. one thing that you pay for once and it's there for life. So it's like, it's an investment in yourself. Yeah. This is a uh, this is a big step for me admitting this on the fucking podcast, which I know he you, has a lot of you, trouble talking you, about this it, shit. You fucking put your heart and soul out here all the fucking time, and like you encourage me to do the same thing too. And I'm getting to the point now where I'm admitting that this is actually something that needs to happen. Because for the longest time, I thought like I'm just being very practical about money. Like that's the adult thing to do. And I like should that's be fucking good. Do- but like sure i'm never not gonna be like being practical. i'm not gonna ever be fucking reckless if we like legitimately can't like do something financially then like sure whatever but like we're I'm, not idiots i'm like extreme that you know? I know like i wouldn't consider myself impractical and yet like i don't i definitely feel like i deserve things and <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I do stuff for myself yeah but i also struggle in other ways of self-care <laughs> So, like, I'm not perfect either. I just feel like I hate seeing you feel... Like, he's he literally admitted to me that, like, he didn't think, like, he he did not think... What am I even saying? I don't know what you're saying. He doesn't think that he deserves anything for his birthday, like, at all. Like, he's like, you are... Because t- we have, like, a day plan, which is not going to cost us, like, any money. And I'm like, okay, yes, but I also want to give you something tangible, like... Especially your fucking shoe situation right now. Like, when he... I hadn't looked at the bottom of his shoes. I don't know why I would. But, like, when <laughs> I saw them, I was like, whoa. Like, this is a priority, I'm walking bitch. to work every day in the city. So, like, they're getting beat up a lot. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Can any of you guys relate? Yeah. I don't know if anybody can relate out there. It honestly make me feel better if I you have can. the whole, like, not deserving <laughs> shit in a non-material way. But it's more of, like, a... You're not deserving of, of love. care and love. Care. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's fucked up. But, like, it's dark. Um, classic. We're dark like, here, guys. Hey. Like, his is, like, he can't, he can't, you know, go into passions, hobbies, or anything like that. Everything has to be work, 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 and that's it. And then he just goes to bed, and, like, his life is not fun unless I literally yell at him to have fun yeah. and relax. Me, I'm like, don't worry about me. I'll eat gluten if it makes your life easier. <laughs> like, I don't care if I have a 12-hour migraine. Like, it's cool that no one cares that I'm in the hospital. Like, it's cool. It's my fault for being here and getting sick. Like, I don't know. I just... We have our own We have our own differences. They're very, they're very different. But I have but... no problem spending money on art supplies for myself. I mean, technically, mine goes towards my business. <laughs> right off. It's a write-off. Right? But, like, let's be honest. Like, it's so fun. And half the shit I paint is not even to be listed. I just have fun. Yeah. I say half. It's actually not true. I wish I painted more for myself. But whatever. Wow, yeah. So uh, We just wanted to spill that tea. That's where I'm at. I will probably, you know, talk about more things in the future. Right now, I'm just trying to figure out 
how much it would ironically how much would it cost me to go to therapy okay because i'm trying to figure out i'm literally trying to figure out my insurance because insurance is really confusing and okay not that it's like not an important factor like a lot of people can't afford mental health care in this country sucks for that and i totally am admitting that however I know that we can't afford like a little copay. I don't pay anything for mine, so I know that we can. And literally, the only thing preventing him from asking around is because he knows it will require some form of copay. And he doesn't want to like prioritize his mental health over like whatever the fuck else we're doing. But like, your mental health is the most important thing about you, bitch. That's me. Okay? Like,. <laughs> I'm just here over here being like, you're wrong. And that's the thing. Like, <laughs> you yell at my negative voices all the time. And now I'm yelling at yours. Not that I'm like just now doing this. I've been doing yeah. this for a while. But I'm just saying like I'm, I'm even more annoying about it because you've actually realized that it's a problem finally. I knew it was a problem. And the money thing is just one thing that I've got, you know, that I've been thinking about. There's other things that... We'll use this podcast as another therapy session soon. Yeah, you know. But no, I'm not just trying to use it as a therapy session. I really do hope that maybe if somebody else is feeling the same way that they can... The same way that you tell your things and hope somebody else can, like, you know, feel comfort in that. If it feels like, okay, like, at least I'm not alone in this. And honestly, if any of you guys are going through the same thing, it would make me feel a little more comfortable. If anyone else had parents that, like, literally... Did not encourage passions and only encourage like very practical like life I would progression say cold thing. things. <laughs> Let I, us know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So why don't we go to some ads now and then we'll do a quiz. Well. All right, guys. So this week's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh, the food subscription service that we have talked about many times on this podcast. Yeah, so HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers your favorite step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook them, you need it, that's all you got to do. That's all you got to think about. They gave you everything you need. So it's delivered to your door in recyclable insulated packaging. And uh, you don't have to do any time consuming like meal planning or shopping because they give you the recipe right there and all the ingredients are right there. And it really like one thing it's really helped us with is we've been able to get outside of our comfort zone. We've tried recipes that we've never tried before and it was all with the help of this box and giving us everything we needed to do it. And there's three plans that you can choose from classic veggie for all my vegetarian bonjos and family. And if you're like us and like to keep cooking even more simple than they already make it, they have a lot of one pot recipes. So it's like really easy to put together and also clean up. So we've used HelloFresh like a bunch and uh, everything that we've made was super good, super tasty. We have the recipe cards saved if we ever want to make things again. And everything comes in nice little cardboard boxes that we can recycle. And everything's already like pre-portioned, which is so nice. The ingredients were fresh, they tasted good, all of the recipes were easy to follow, and all in all, we had some delicious meals come out of these boxes. And so if that sounds enticing to you guys, we have an offer for you. If you go to HelloFresh.com and use code CWC, you'll get $30 off your first week of deliveries. Again, you go to HelloFresh.com, use code CWC, and you'll get $30 off your first week of deliveries. Let's talk about one of my passions now, because what we should really do that, it's fucking Harry Potter quiz time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So this BuzzFeed quiz is wow. everyone is a combination of two Harry Potter characters. Here's yours. I have to open this up. Are you it. a total Hermione Voldemort? That would be an interesting Okay, I'm, I'm a Nagini 
something. <laughs> okay, we'll find I'm out. Oh, you're a Nagini Dobby. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm the Nagini um, fucking uh, Sprout. Okay. Yeah, All right. that's yeah, what I, I feel am. that. Uh, what is your hybrid Hogwarts house? Slitherclaw, Huffleclaw, Griffinpuff, Griffinclaw, Slitherpuff, Slitherdoor. Also, how do you feel about hybrid houses? Because a lot of people, like, hate it. I... I don't give a shit it. I don't know. I just, like... I, I, I'm already having trouble trying to, like, really pinpoint, the, like, the qualities of the four. So, like, adding in four more is just very confusing. Okay, so, out of all these, I'm 100%. My normal one is Slytherin. I'm absolutely Slitherpuff. All right, so we definitely know I'm Ravenclaw. What else? I think you're a Ravenpuff. So... Or whatever it says. It's Huffleclaw, whatever. Oh, I like Ravenpuff better. Yeah, I like Ravenpuff so much more. Okay, what the fuck, Buzzfeed? What the fuck? Um, What would be your favorite subject? Charms, Defense Against the Dark Arts, Potions, Divination, Herbology, Transfiguration. I'm Herbology. Mine would absolutely be Potions... Just because it's mathy. Yeah. Uh, and sciencey. <laughs> who are you in your friend group? The mom, the wise one, the rowdy one, the quiet one, the smart one, the loyal one. I am the mom. Oh <laughs> man. You're um, you're either the smart one or the quiet one, but I would say the smart one. What's the difference in between the wise one and the smart one? Because I know I'm not the wise one. Wise is like you've got advice and tales. I'm not I'm not the wise one. No, 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 no. Um What's your sign? Water, fire, earth, air. We're both water. I had to... Yeah. <laughs> you were not sure. <laughs> <laughs> which... Defense against the dark arts. It says D-A-D-A, so I was like, which I daddy had... teacher was the worst? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Okay, which was the worst? Was the worst. So we got Snape, we've got Lockhart, we've got Quirrell, we've got Lupin, Moody, and Umbridge. And then they all sucked, which so is not true because Lupin is great. The worst teachers, obviously umbridge or lockhart that's the worst teacher okay. of defense against the dark arts it's like okay umbridge because they didn't learn what they needed to learn they didn't learn to defend at all lockhart's a fucking flop and also so umbridge I, like hurt them i'm gonna go with umbridge because while lockhart also didn't know anything umbridge he at least the taught worst. them about pixies he showed them the pixies he you know? showed it to them yeah he showed them them <laughs> uh what was your favorite book i'm uh, going order of the phoenix and i'm still going with the half-blood bapo favorite magical creature we've got the mermaids <laughs> we got the goblins we got the phoenix we've got the uh hippogriff we've got the thestral and we got dobby <laughs> oh my god um i guess house elf but okay like. <laughs> i'm going with the phoenix uh honestly i've always been really into the thestrals i like, know they're so cool and also the hippogriffs but thestrals are fucking lit okay so it just has photos and it says pick a broom to fly on i'm gonna pick this oh lit like goth broom what is this fucking like in the lower left corner that is the nimbus 2001 god bless chris uh i'm gonna go is that a good one to have like yeah, that's a pretty that snatchy pretty one. Good one you know that's the one that you know drago's father bought the team in the second one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's like the sephora of yeti going, of brooms <laughs> i'm going with the nimbus 2000 the classic pick a spell lumos wingardian leviosa expelliarmus or avada Kedavra. wow okay squeezy would pick that one um uh, i'm gonna honestly say lumos because honestly oh well i do have a cell phone uh, yeah, I'm picking Lumos. Honestly, I need a flashlight all the time. I'm going with... Also, ex- when you're doing your makeup, how lit would that be? Expelliarmus, you know? That's what I'm doing. And pick Really? Your- yeah. Over, like, levitating shit? Are you kidding? 
disarming someone over levitating shit. All right, how useful would disarming somebody be in life? How useful would levitating someone? Yes, chunk is a little fluff flowing around. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Well, Whatever. too bad. Finally, pick your favorite character: Hermione, Ron, Harry, <laughs> Luna, Neville, Ginny, Molly, uh, Bellatrix, or Voldemort. Uh, where is Nagini? I'm going with or Rima, Hagrid. Obviously. Um. Oh, I like my answer. Out of these, I'm gonna also pick Luna. I like mine. What'd you get? I got Harry and Luna. I got Luna and Neville. I feel like that's really good. I feel like this is pretty fucking okay, good. Read yours. Wow, finally they nailed me. If it was Ron and like <laughs> Barty Crouch Jr., <laughs> I would have been pissed. Uh, you've got Harry's bravery and determination alongside Luna's soft-spoken nature. You're sweet, caring, and not afraid to speak up. Uh, I just like the idea of being Harry and Luna. Yeah. Not so much yeah. what they just wrote there. Um, I got Luna and Neville. You are just the sweetest. Debatable. You're pretty eccentric and down to earth and care deeply about all your friends. Sure. Yes. I agree with like most of that. Okay. Well. Wow. That was great. All right. So well, let's get into some questions. Some questions. So starting off with the questions from the lovely Binchos at patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel. Yes, I'm stealing your lines, Chris. Wow. Can't believe you did that. First one's from M who said, my parents are looking to buy a retirement home in Pennsylvania. We live in New York. How do I talk them out of this horrible idea? Okay. Tell them that when Stink you- Stink bugs. <laughs> let them know that when you retire, you want to have fun. Yes. And Pennsylvania does not have fun. Would you ever want to retire to the land of stink bugs and a large rodent that tells the weather? AKA a witch? <laughs> I don't know. Also, the roads are so bumpy. That's not good for those old joints. Oh, that's really good. (laughs) No, those nor'easters. I mean, you got them in New York, too, so I don't know. Tell them exactly what's in Scrapple. Tell you know? them that it's touching New Jersey. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I don't know. Uh, Have they seen the Atlantic Ocean lately? <laughs> I mean, fuck. I don't know. Oh, fucking Christ. All God right. bless. I'll pray for you. Uh, next one's from Courtney. You said, you guys are hilarious about Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm from Bucks County, too, oh. and totally feel your pain about the area. I moved to Baltimore for college five years ago and love it here. I know in your last episode you asked if anyone has lived in the places to visit cities and how they are. Like this was one oh, of those yeah, like, like the top cool hit places. Yeah, I do recommend visiting visiting Baltimore. It gets a bad rap, is actually really cute and nice. I've been listening to your podcast from the beginning and watched Rachel on YouTube forever. I feel like I've grown up with you guys. Hey. That was well, very nice. Enjoy the natural aquarium. What? Na- I, was, I always say, say the natural, natural history, history, but yeah. it's the fucking national aquarium. Enjoy the Hooters that is in the Inner Harbor because that's one place it's I've gone to. It's a Hooters? There, well, there was one when I was in middle school. Yeah, can you tell that like the only part of Baltimore that we've been to is like literally the Inner Harbor, which is like the I'm garbage. Zone. We are literally. garbage. I apologize for I that. I don't know when we'll be going back considering we are not on the East Coast anymore. <sighs> but I would go back for that aquarium, bitch. Yeah, well, we need to make our stop. We're literally bribing Ashley Mowry to take us to Georgia so that way we can go to the aquarium there and also to see where they were born I and need raised. to see but- <laughs> Ashley's all, where all of her fucked up childhood stories stem from, like the locations. <laughs> but also the Georgia Aquarium is like the best in the world. So like, And we need to go there. We absolutely need to go And then we'll there. show them our, our fucky Pennsylvania roots. We should go to the Coca-Cola factory and hit <laughs> We have the Coke. Wait, is that in Georgia? That's in Georgia, yeah, oh, okay. in Atlanta. Yeah, I went there. It was 
you know, filled with soda. Okay. <laughs> wow. What a great company to support. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so the next is actually an email. Ooh. Uh, from Katie, who said, hey, Chris, Rachel, and Chunks, I've been listening to your podcast since the beginning. It was actually the first podcast I've ever listened to and really opened my eyes to a new medium. Also, can you imagine this being like what you would expect all podcasts to be like and then you listen to a real podcast? Yeah, don't like you can't. <laughs> I feel like the people that listen to our show like can't listen to any other podcast because we have tainted your minds into thinking this is what a podcast should sound like. Yeah. Um, I'm an indie playwright actor in Canada. I got a spot in a local French theater festival this summer, and I'm writing an original play about being young adults struggling with the pressure of quote unquote having a career. And I got the idea wow, from one of my characters from Chris and his education <laughs> in meteorology. Wow. I was wondering if you could talk a little about what drew you to meteorology, any stereotypes for meteorology students, potential career paths, or even just why the field is so competitive. I'm sorry if this question is too niche to be answered. We love I'd really niche. appreciate the feedback. Uh, yeah, I picked this question because it's about me. Yeah, they're <laughs> never about Chris. More Chris questions. <laughs> So, all right, let me go back to the specific questions you asked. Like, what drew Why did me you to meteorology? Do meteor? Because the weather has always fascinated me. I wanted to do something sciencey because I just love science, math, and learning about things. And I was always just from a little kid drawn to the weather. I always thought it was fascinating, like storms and like hurricanes and like I know they're destructive, but like they're interesting things to learn about and then as i go like the people that like love reading about serial killers and yeah i mean it's true why that's all like all the podcasts and then like as i got older and i got into the actual like program and stuff like learning that it's like one of the youngest fields of science we really didn't know we don't know much about the weather there's still so much to be learned i was like wow this is really great i'm gonna learn so many new things there's so many places to go i always think it's cool because it's like low-key future predicting it is. But it's like science. science, but fortune telling. And so can the crystals help me with that? <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, just like basically the reason why I'm not doing meteorology right now is because it is so competitive. And the reason for that is, is there's not really you got to go to school for a long time. Like now you have to because one, the jobs are being replaced by fucking models and computers and you don't really need as many like actual forecasters. And two, the biggest fucking employer is the government national weather service and wow that's not doing too hot right now guys considering the current administration and we don't even believe weather exists yes it's cold here global warming is not happening um so that's why it's competitive because otherwise you have to get a job at like accuweather or weather.com and you need like like, a grad school now like now yeah it's kind of like you need grad school or you go into research which is also very competitive because like the whole not even just for meteorology but science in general getting like funding for research and like the whole thing is you're like in a remote place too yeah so I just, you know, my career paths led me astray from that, and I'm probably not diverting back. I, would I li- feel like you will teach meteorology. I want my life to eventually... Or you'll do some sort of climate change activism. I want to definitely be in a career path that's definitely, like, converse... Conversation? Conservationalist, like, and, like, global warming education maybe or something like that like stuff along those lines he wants to be al gore but less fucky yeah pretty much yeah (laughs) to sum it up 
That's what I'd like to do. Also, what are your stereotypes for meteorologists? From Millersville, they were all Republicans and they screamed a lot. Yeah. But I don't know. Also, every single meteorology major or person you will ever meet, their favorite movie is Twister. Yes. Yes. And Twister was the movie that made everybody from my age group want to be a meteorologist. Yeah. That is actually very And true. The Day After Tomorrow. Those are their two favorite movies. And also, they, also they love g- to shit on weather movies that are coming oh out. Oh, my God. Like, what was that big one that came out? Superstorm or something? Like, well, Geostorm just came Geostorm. out recently. Geostorm, yeah. With, like, who Russell Crowe, whatever the fuck it was. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, I think it was. No, not Russell Crowe. The guy, Gerard Butler. Yeah. Why do we get them confused? Well, I don't know. They're I knew who you meant. Yeah. But, uh... That came out in my Facebook feed, which is pretty much just everybody that was in the meteorology program now is immediately up in arms about it. And I'm just like, you know, we can uh, let this go, guys. It's just a movie. But yeah, those are the two stereotypes. We all love Twister and every other movie about weather sucks ass. Also, they have like a Bill Nye complex where like if you're on TV as an actual like weather man, like you're doing broadcast, they all wear bow ties. Like there's no other fashion. You're not yeah. wrong. That's true. You're like, absolutely they, oh, The right. weather person is always wearing a bow tie, like, no matter what. It's, like, the actual uniform of a weather person. Am because I wrong? Because we like to liven it up a little bit. We don't want to like, be boring. That's, like, I'm here for science. Nothing about a bow tie. You got to put on a show, you know? You got to you wave your arms and, like, dance around and stuff, unless you're fucking uh, Jim Cantori screaming about thunder snow. Also, did you see that it thunder snowed in Pennsylvania yesterday? Oh, also, thunder snow, just in general. Like, if they you, get jazzed. you just say the word thunder snow around a meteorology student, they will literally, They're like, rock hard instantly. Absolutely. Like, is I, it a very male-dominated field? Yes. I don't like that. Also, when we were As watching classic the Oscars... STEM, you know, yeah, it yeah. absolutely is. Like, I can't remember the last time I saw a woman on the news being a meteorologist. And it's another one I of mean, the, it does happen. It's another one of those things, too, where, yeah. you know, the dudes can just, like, wear, like, a fucking suit, and women have to wear, like, fucking, like, oh, form-fitting dresses and everything. Like, you ever see... That's a, the news in general. That's the news in general, yes. But, like, meteorology is where you're, like, seeing, like, you know, full body, pretty yeah, much, yeah. essentially. So, like... Oh my god, like, yeah. If you ever see, like, a, a video on the internet of, like, a new, or of a weather person on the news, like, if it's a dude, they're just gonna be wearing, like, a suit or, like, a button-up shirt or something like that, but if it's a woman, they're gonna be wearing, like, a form-fitting dress. I've seen, like, pregnant women getting dragged because they're yeah. pregnant. Like, it's just a whole thing, yeah. But you were mentioning Oscars. Oh, so the Oscars, something that, this is totally unrelated, but we noticed that, like, sound in movies like sound editing like score and everything else regarding uh like movies and music and tv is such a male-dominated field yeah we were watching all of the awards and we're like while we're i feel as though we're headed in a good direction for like the big categories of like director Uh, and i say headed people are aware of it i said headed in a good direction we're absolutely not there yet absolutely not not even close but like the recognition of the issue is at least there. But I don't think like the smaller categories for the more production based like behind, teams yeah. are being noticed whatsoever. And I I want to see more of that. Like try and name a top composer that's for a not movie a dude. that's not a dude. Yeah. Like you, I you know that they John exist, Williams, but like they Hans never Zimmer. get recognition. You yeah, go yeah, yeah. The Andre Despot. Like yeah, I can name those three off the top of my head, but after that, you know, I don't know. 
Yeah. So there was just something that I noticed. I was like, whoa. Especially, like, even in costume design and stuff. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. And set design and all that. Yeah. All right. So let's end with this other email question that we have. All right. Uh, I have been blessed with the most amazing cat for the past decade. My mom and I adopted her when she was a kitten during my freshman year of high school. Back then, my cat quickly chose me as her favorite human. Now I'm 25 years old and preparing to head off to grad school, potentially across the country. I've left home before for college, and throughout the entire time period, my cat has lived with my mom in the same house I grew up in. Because of this, my cat is pretty used to living without me, has never been separated from my mom, and has never lived anywhere other than our house. She's my baby, so I'm thinking about taking her to school with me. However, she is a skittish little chunk, doesn't do well with change, and is very cautious around new people. I'm afraid that taking her all the way to the other side of the country, probably in a three-day road trip because flying seems even more stressful, would be extremely traumatic for her, and I worry about taking her to a new location without her constant companion, my mom, and potentially with a new roommate, who would, which would be too much for her. I worry that she will be miserable and may never fully adjust. My mom and everyone I talk to say she'll be okay, but I trust that you two love cats as much as I do and you'll understand my dilemma. Do you guys think I should take her with me or leave her here? Fuck. Okay. All right. This is going to be very hard. I feel like there's a lot of complexities to this. Right off the bat, though, my personal opinion from what I've read, is that your cat should not come with. And I, that's horrible. That's horrible. I could never imagine leaving Squeeze It's kind of like when people behind. have, like, more than one animal and then they split up and then they keep the animals together even though it's hard on everyone. Yeah. Because they want the animals to have, like, their companions. Cats are absolutely an extremely territorial and they're, they're not great with change. Like, like dogs are a lot more moved, adaptable. Some dogs aren't. We've moved apartments within the same building and obviously the cats don't know that we're doing that that we're only moving apartments in the same building but even still lila had a legitimate panic attack and like was not okay for like a week yeah. now they're okay because they know their surroundings and they feel as do i think your home. cat will get used to it yes but it's just a, fa- a matter of like wanting to put your cat through it yeah especially like, like an older cat i don't know cats can adjust absolutely they, and they will like when yeah. they're forced to the way, and I also like if you do plan on taking your cat, if it's possible, I would say I, fly. I would honestly actually. say fly. That was our. I mean, okay, we didn't have a car, granted, and like if you have to move your car across the country and you need to take your car, then like okay. But like again, cats are very territorial. Want a home base, and like they're being, not gonna want to use their litter box in yeah. a place that they don't. They're not used to. Like it took Squeezy like a little bit to use his after we moved to Seattle. And that's like normal for cats. Like they yeah. kind of like shut down their bodies when they're stressed, which like really sucks to like think about. Um, and then like they'll use it when they finally feel comfortable again. And like in a three day period, like I don't want your cat to like not be able to like go to the yeah. bathroom or eat. You know what I'm saying? So like if it's possible to fly, it's, it's not fun, but it's a lot faster and just do it the way that you can have your cat as your carry on so that they're not like you under have to the pay plane an extra fee, but absolutely. it's worth it. Yeah. Um, so I think if like, you're going to move, try to do it that way. If it's possible, it's like, a sh- it's a like all within a day and then like, they'll be there, they'll be at their new place and they can adjust. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It's, I, I don't want to make this decision for you, but I'm just saying that like, it just depends on... It also depends on your cat's age. I don't know how old your cat is. Well, they said 10 years ago that they got the cat from... Like, they adopted them. Oh, okay. But... And then, yeah, like, if your cat is very attached to your mom, like... Oh, man. 
and your cat is used to you being away. I don't know. That's fucking... Di- I can understand why you're, like, stewing over this, and that's, like, a very hard decision to make. Absolutely. Um, well, I mean, let us know what... What you decide. What you decide. You- Either way, like... We know that, like, you obviously care very much about your chunk and you're looking The fact out. that you're, like, looking out for some information, other opinions on this, People you know? do a lot of wild shit without thinking about their pets at all. Yeah. Like, people will... We were just talking about this. Actually, you weren't there, but I was hanging out with two of my friends. And we were talking about, like, it's fucked up. We were talking about, like, what would happen to our pets, like, if we broke up with our partners, right? And, like, me and Chris have discussed that, like... I would have both of the chunks, which would obviously be really fucked up. Yeah. And like, we don't want that to happen. I'm not but like, we would never split them up because they're they are friends. so best friends. But um, one of my friends was telling me about like someone that they knew that like they got divorced and they, their dogs were like fucking like squeezy and Lila, but like to the extreme where they were like best friends, soulmates and they split them up. That's horrible. And I just, Oh, it's so selfish. It just I don't makes know. me think of like my dad's dogs, and like they were so bonded for life that like this is really morbid. But when one died, the other one died a week later because he was so distraught over that the was pain. like my birds. And so like they they form a connection that's just like we can't even understand. Yeah, like, I just couldn't do it. I don't know. Yeah, but that's not the same situation. It's not the same situation. <laughs> I just I, wanted to, like people do stuff like that and they like don't think about it. I don't know. I just. I appreciate I, that you're I, like, out there, here. There are some people that have pets and they're like accessories to their lives and they're not like they're fucking children. I just don't understand it. But yeah. Whatever. Um, you do you, man. But yeah, good luck. Um, good luck on your move also. Yes. that's, you know, obviously and, stressful. Uh, grad school because, wow. Yeah. Doing fucking work. All right. So with that, I think we should wrap <laughs> this Start. up. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, benches, stay tuned. We have a nice, bright SpongeBob-themed bench time coming up. So uh, stick around for that. And the rest of you guys, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Where'd your mug go? It's long gone. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Long gone. Bye. That was terrible. That was terrible. That was my thermos. Okay, Bobos. So we're going through. This is what Harry Potter. Wow, Harry Potter. This is what SpongeBob character or like item or thing that you are yes wow i'm so glad we do this and it also relates to because i saw a news story today that doodle bob yeah the one that they draw he's coming back after like that one episode they're bringing the creepiest episode ever they're bringing him back so i need to catch up let's start with scott edward r wilmot who is wormy if you remember that's the worm that they grew into a butterfly and then like they got afraid of it yeah (laughs) valerie molina is the hall monitor jackie goldfarb is the golden spatula emily sweeney is sweet 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 victory yeah arguably the best episode of spongebob ever melanie weldon is melted squidward shannon shires is sheldon j plankton Kimberly Prosa is, I'm ugly and I'm proud. Sarah Booth is the squeaky boots. Emma Corbeil is the embarrassing snapshot of SpongeBob at the Christmas party. Angelica Feliz is fun, F-U-N, never forget. Winter Russell is the crusty crab. Brooke Renee is King Neptune. Savannah Pellissier is Pearl. Joanna Tartaglini is Patar, like the The olden time Patrick. Patrick. Joshua Kurtman is Jeffrey Jellyfish. Chantal Piot is the fucking Krusty Krab Pizza. Catherine is Karen. Bridget Carey Davis is Bubble Bass. Haley Boucher is Bikini Bottom. Colby Rhymes is Rock Bottom. Jay Parker is Patrick. Renee Medina is Mermaid Man. 
Ryan Hara is the hash-slinging slasher. Hash-bringing grandma, <laughs> his grandma square pants. And her fucking cookies. Sophie Yaramillo is the suds. Emily Milligan is Gary the snail. Chelsea Grundy is chocolate. Haley Welsh is Weenie Hut Juniors. Katie Kelly is Kevin the Sea Cucumber. Stephanie Lee is Larry the Lobster. <laughs> also, I think if you were a SpongeBob character, you would be Kevin the Sea Cucumber. That's actually true. Jane Thompson is the Atomic Flounder. Amanda is Mermaid Man's Belt. Kayla Bean is the Sea Bear. Brandy Robbins is Bold and Brash Painting. Michelle Cox is Clamu. Rebecca Mack is the Magic Pencil. Ioana Jensen is Old Man Jenkins. Leslie Wright is SpongeBob's Driving Lessons. Gwen Stowe is the Tattletale Strangler. Cat Schultz is the Salty Spittoon. Jason Gonzalez is Squilliam Fancyson. Also Squeezy. Lindsay Torlina is the Invisible Boatmobile. Jess Adams is Queen Jellyfish. Daisy Blossom Dottie is Doodlebob. Kennedy Rochelle is Ripped Pants. When Larry can- I, I'm going to sing everything. <laughs> M. Samek is the Imagination Box. Taryn Parker is Pretty Patties. Lutzi is the Loser Call. Sonia Vaz Brune is Bubble Buddy. Fiona is Flats. Stephanie Oliver is Nematodes. Juanita Cara is the Krabby Patty Secret Formula. Cassandra Lee is Sandy Cheeks. Jada Goshi is Glove World. Avery Labelson is the Salad. Anthony Hood is the Hooks. Liz Holbrook is Canned Bread. Madison Greer is the Dirty Bubble. Corey Springfield is Spongegar, the also ancient Spongebob. And the meme. Jacksadora Who is Who Are You People? Chloe Ireland is the magic conch shell. Caitlin Whalen is the Alaskan bullworm. Dana Daly is the flying Dutchman. Flynn and Drew are magic pencil drawings. And Mackenzie Knight is mystery the seahorse. Mystery. And Rachel Evans is man ray. So uh, let us know if you remember each fucking reference to what we just listed. The most millennial thing we've ever done on this I podcast. And the rest of you bloppas are how about, fucking barnacles. No? I was going to say all the like singing clams. <gasps> I love those guys. Okay, Samantha Grace... Pavithra Suresh, Jocelyn Fry, Hermione, Ishbel Mendez, Neve Cavanaugh, Bree Cram, Ashley Riefenberger, Allie Malone, and Kathleen Wynn. So happy Clamo. Yes. Go watch some SpongeBob in our honor. This really does make me want to watch SpongeBob. I will watch that when I'm 90 years old. Yeah. I hope the nursing home they stick me in we'll has that play. on the TV. And it's specifically the nursing home episode of spongebob with mermaid man and barnacle yes that's the kind of inception i'm here for <laughs> absolutely <fuck. laughs> absolutely <laughs> all right let's fucking go <laughs> all right bye guys bye